Well, another day in paradise. Luke has his laughing in the other room. Yeah. Hopefully, you probably don't hear it though, because we are so loud and so energetic. Energet energetic. Yeah, energetic. Energetic. Yeah. To do the episode because we finally got some damn news. But before we do the news, I guess we need to do first things first, and that's. Tell us, tell the audience who we are. No, wait, that's the second thing. What's Schwader the first thing? Call. Yeah, the first thing is the Schwader Roll Call. everyone and welcome to Kaiju Sentai Ultra Ranger, the show where we talk about Ultraman's past, present, future, Godzilla, and all kaiju in between. I'm your host, Ultra Pinkcaster Lane. Yep. How the fuck was that, Gar? That's... Enthusiastic enough for you? Why, yes. Okay, good. And I am your host slash creator. Not your creator, but the creator of the show. <laughs> Ultra Sun. Ultra Dad. Uh, ult Still haven't made that a thumbnail yet. Yes, we have. Have we? Yeah, first episode of 2019. Oh. You can tell because it has, like, the Ultra Lord helmet. Oh. It was an episode of Rube. Oh, was it? Yes. Okay. This person doesn't know what they're talking about, people. He's not even a real fan. <laughs> he doesn't even listen to the episode. Not real. What? <laughs> Woo! <laughs> um, so yeah, so we got a bunch of fucking news about Ultraman Z, and it's pretty awesome. We yeah. woke up to a bunch of it, and it was great. Yeah, woke up to a bunch of news. Funny, I, I you usually the first one to find out, but I did. So I was like, God! Well, yeah, because it literally happened right as I was looking at it, and then you instantly messaged me, being like, God, 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 God! Yeah. So, anyways, we got the we got the biggest news ever. Oh, yeah, this is really fucking important. The biggest news story of this episode. Yep. We're getting an Ultraman ice tray. Yes. An Ultraman ice tray that's coming out for 1,200 yen. And unfortunately, the ice only lasts for three minutes and then it melts. You didn't make that joke. No, Noble did. Noble did. You know. One of the mem one of the hosts of the show before so this this way back in season one. No, I don't remember season one. It's a blur. Uh, season one's kind of the best. Um, so this Ultraman ice tray goes for twelve thousand yen. So it's a hundred twenty dollar ice tray. A hundred and twenty. No, it's twelve hundred yen. So it's twelve bucks. I want one. I mean, we could get David Oros one. Oh my goodness. Yeah, we could just be like, hey, can you order us the Ultraman Silicone Tray 6 Hero 19163? Or, you know, we could just order it from the official shop, Ultraman M78 Online. Okay, let's do that. Yeah. Order it at the cart right now. <laughs> just buy it on air, car. I'm not buying it on air. Yes, you are. I'm not. Buy it after we record. No. Yes, we're buying the ice cube tray! <laughs> Want to support Ultraman? I mean, yes. Then there you go. So anyways, it comes with... Uh, the face. Down. comes with the faces of Ultraman, Ultra 7, Ultraman Tara, Ultraman Mavius, 
Zero and Ginga. Why do I see eight faces then? I don't know. Wait, hang on. Mabius, Taro, Zero, Ultraman, Ultra Seven. Oh, that's Ginga there, I think. Yeah. There we go. So, yeah, yeah it's nice keep trade. You can have Ultraman faces in your drink. My drink? My diet, diet Dr. Schwa? My diet Ultra Kelp? No, Dr. My diet Dr. Schwa? No, it's not Schwa. You just can't add Schwa to everything yes, and make can. it work. Yep. That's how Ultraman jokes work in this fandom, Gar. You just put Schwa in everything. What fandom? There's a fandom. You mean the Those very... are the people you talk to on Discord every day? Oh, oh, you mean the people that I talk to at Ultra League? Yes. The official... Not the official, but the biggest Ultraman fan group on Facebook, if you want to go check them out right now. Link in the description. Yeah. If not, just contact me and I'll send you a link. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, so there you th go. Th this is like the greatest news ever. Oh my god, I woke up and I screamed. I was so happy. You, you were jumping up and down. It's like, I skipped train! Oh my goodness. No, but, but this is honestly is fucking cool. Yeah, it is. And, uh, what was it? Uh, yeah, something about Ultraman. Ultraman Z, whatever. Ultraman the, Z, the trailer uh, came out. Who would care? Oh, uh, yeah, anyways. Uh, on to the, the episodes. No, I'm joking. No. Uh, so, yeah, we got a trailer for Ultraman Z. It was pretty fucking cool. Yeah, well, not even just trailer. We got a boatload of stuff that's coming out. We got forms. This is what I think, like, due to the whole invasion right now, you can't really have gatherings of people. So, I consider this the quote-unquote press conference. So, Gar. Yes? What's really popular in Ultraman? What are the two things that make a really good Ultraman show? Ultraman. Well, yes, but what's a gimmick that he has that usually people really love? He can fly. Sure. No, Gar. Fusions. <laughs> Fusions. Yes. They've only Orb. been doing that since 2000. Orb did it. G did it. Who was the first, though? Um. Do you actually not know? Zero? No. no um, it was actually Cosmos. Oh, okay. Uh, Cosmos and Justice fused together to become Ultraman Legend. Oh, okay. Cool. Zero was the second, though, when they made Saga. Yes. Um, anyways, so... And, uh, you know, having the previous, uh, and Zero. So. Like, I just want to see, like, a boardroom meme being like, well, boys, Tiger's done. And it sucked. People didn't want what to do, What do we do for products now? What sells? Fusions. Sex. No. Ted, you're fired. Fusions. Fusions. Hey, uh, boss, I have this package of just, all the concept art for Orb and G that we never use. Should, should I just burn it? Or put it in a magazine that only Japanese people can buy? Yes. Wait, that's it. Let me see those designs. We'll make it a new show. There you go. More fusions. Uh, so, so we're back to fusions. So we're back to fusions. And you know what, honestly? That's cool. Fusions are good. I mean, it works. It works. But this time, they're, they're fusions of... Three Ultraman instead of two. Gotcha. <laughs> Spicings. Yeah, so... Wait, wait, so you're saying that they're, they're all Trinity Fusions? Yes. So if we go down... Yes. Uh, so, 
we might as well say what it is first. Well, okay, well, so, so... So, he... Like, what's the transformation device name? It's called the Ultra Z Riser. Yeah. Like the Jeed Riser. Yeah, and it comes with cards and medals. A Ultra Access card. Yes. And which these things are called the Ultra Medals. Oh, boy. Get ready for all the old Kamen Rider O's jokes that we can make. See, I know I know. I said that I wanted an Ultraman to, like, th- this Ultraman to be just, like, a thing on his own. He didn't have any gimmicks to, like, fucking depend on or, like, depend on the powers of other Ultraman. But, like, honestly, like, whatever. They know it sells, so they have to do that. They need something to sell. Okay, okay, let's get out of the way since we have a better picture of it. Yes, it's a dual disc. It is a dual disc. It's a damn dual disc. Also, I started watching the Yu-Gi-Oh! GX. It's time to shut, 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 shut. Come on, get your schwa on. Just make the thumbnail just be like fucking Jaden, and he has like the Zero Zen Riser instead of the dual disc. Yes. <laughs> Come on, get your schwa on. <laughs> With a schwa riser. Yeah. <laughs> I know, I know what I'm doing. <laughs> uh, the only thing that, like, I'm looking at this, and I'm like, oh damn. Do I even have the space for this? Of course I do. I just can't have everything on display. I'm just, I'm not sure if I want to get one yet. You know, I gotta have a really, really good reason to get one. You know what? Wait, wait until the first month for like the show, which. Which, by that, I mean wait until, like, October when episode 4 finally gets subbed. So, so that you have a full opinion. <laughs> huh. Yeah. But yeah, this yeah. device is given to Ultraman Z, originally developed by the Land of Light to deal with the chaos on, on a galactic scale. Let me guess, did Hikari make it? Well, he invented the capsules. Fuck, it's probably Hikari. Ultraman Hikari builds everything. Yeah, Ultraman Z can be imbued with power. Additionally, it can be used as a weapon after transforming. While transforming, the protagonist, Haruki, uh, can switch to attack mode and attack, attach, activate three medals to perform a special signature attack. So cool, it can be used as a weapon, too. See, I like that. I like that's a changer that's also a weapon. Attack mode. Oh, can you put, can you place this fusion in defense mode? Maybe. Type it. You know someone's going to put a polymerization card inside, like, where the card area is supposed to be. I use Monster Ultraman Reborn. I use Ultraman Reborn to bring back Ultraman Z. Yeah, it's fucking dual disc. So yeah, we have the Ultra Access cards. So there's one for Haruki, or Haruki, and you know what, let's let's just get straight into this. Motherfucking Ultraman Jeed. Riku's coming. Asakura Riku is coming back. You didn't remember his last name, did you? Yes, I did. Asakura Riku. Uh, just, in which, uh, he had a few things to say. Uh, when I heard I'd, I'd be appearing in Ultraman Z, I couldn't believe that I would get to participate in Ultraman series for four years in a row. Holy shit. Yeah, he's been in an Ultraman project for the last four years. Yep. Gee, oh. his movie. Freaking the Rube movie. I'm honestly very proud to have this opportunity, and since this time Riku transforms with the Ultra Z Riser instead of G Riser, just like Haruki does, uh, G does have a new uh, gets to have a new form, including a new transformation sequence. I hope viewers will look forward to seeing Zed, the Disciple of Zero, and how my character Asakura Riku and G will be involved in Zed's world. Sitting around doing nothing won't get us anywhere. 
So, so, so yeah, so, he's, he's probably like over the fucking moon happy that he gets to be an Ultraman again. So he doesn't get to use the Jeed right? So are we not going to see like Jeed Primitive in this? Probably or? not. Or, or yeah, he's probably going to show up, get his ass handed to him. And like his Jeed Rise will break him. Because we can't sell old toys. Oh, by the way, everyone make sure you go buy your Ultraman, 10th an- Ultraman Zero 10th Anniversary merchandise. Right. You know, it's the same thing, same toys that came out like years ago. Yep. But, but honestly, we can't resell the G riser. Oh, that'd be stupid. But yeah, like it, it was a pretty, it was a pretty uh, surprising thing because like I just saw like pictures this morning and I was just like, oh cool, like oh look, this has got new forms. This one's cool. This one's cool. Ultraman G. G. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure I did say in our Zed video that I would love if G showed up in the show. Yeah. So cool. But uh, yeah, so he has a new form. It's called Ultraman Jeed Galaxy Rising. So it is a combination of Orb, X, and Ginga. Uh, that's Ultraman Orb, Orb Origin. Yes, sure. Well, the toy's going to say that. Ultraman no, well, Orb, yeah, Orb, Orb, Orb Just when I think of Orb, I think of Orb Origin. Yeah. So, whatever. That's specified for people, though. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, it's, it's a bulky form. It looks cool. Like, I, I like it on him. And then you just have Victory over there being like, the fuck? Because chances, like, I have a feeling why Victory's not in this, and it's possibly because this toy's going to have the same mechanics as the Orb Ring and Jeed Riser, where if you put past Ultras in the, like, in the MacGuffin, they can, in the MacGuffin, in the Z Riser, it could activate, like, the old fusions. Yeah. Like, if you scan the Ginga and Victory fusion cards in the Orb Ring, you get Ginga Victory. Mm-hmm. So, this... It'll probably be like, Ginga, Victory, X, and it'll be like, Old Trinity. It'll be cool as fuck, these things. I just hope they're like, I hope they're like plastic and stuff. They're like, kind of look look like paper. They look like poker chips. Yeah, they look like poker chips. Um, And it's it's weird because it's like, like, we can't have them facing forward because, like, it's just the root crystal then. So, like, they're all from, like, the side. Yeah, they'll have like a tri squad set, a fucking group set, like. Oh yeah. Yeah. And so let's go over these three forms that we see so far that he'll probably get in between the first to tenth episode, and then we'll see like a four form later. Mm-hmm. So the first uh, fusion form that we see is Ultraman Z Alpha Edge, the Space Martial Artist, the Inheritor Fighting Technique. Well, Space Martial Arts, the Inherited Fighting Technique. All right. Yeah. In which it's a fusion between Ultraman Zero, Ultra Seven, and Ultraman Leo. So Zero, his father, and his his mentor. And it looks alright. Yeah, it's cool. It's exactly like at first, uh, like I thought it was his original form. That's what I thought too. Yeah, but this is actually the form that I was kind of expecting him to look like because like he had like the he has like the three sluggers on his head. So. Oh yeah, you mentioned that you're expecting like three sluggers. This is what I was expecting. So honestly, this is what I was expecting him to look like originally. So I kind of got like my my concept form for I, him. I personally like this more because he has more red and like like the red and blue match a lot better than his main form does. Mm-hmm. Um, and then and, we go to, down to this one. Well, we'll talk about this one next. Oh okay. Uh. Ultraman Z Gamma Fu- uh, Gamma Future, which is the oh my goodness how you Phantasmagoria the Mystic Lights. Yes. So he uses the ability of uh, the medals of Tika, Dinah, and Gaia. Yeah. So, woo! Tika's getting some love. Uh, this 
Tiga's very loved. It's just the actor has moved on. Mm-hmm. He's currently a host on a talk show every Wednesday. Cool. Yeah. Good for Tiger. And the biggest thing about this form is uh, it's a psychic form that fights with mystical powers. Mm-hmm. He is a skilled at versatile beam attacks and fights more like a wizard. <laughs> Are you a magician? No. I take you higher. Oh. Um. Yeah, well, that's a cool form. And then I think this one, which I think is honestly the best out of his new forms he has. The one that everyone has lost their shit over. Is Ultraman Z Beta Smash. Uh, Burning Scarlet Flames, the power of courage. So he uses the uh, medals of Ultraman, uh, Ace, and Taro. And which uh, this form has is basically his fighting form that specializes in pro wrestling type battles. And let's get the elephant out of the room. Yes, it looks like Red Man. It looks like Red Man. It's just Red Man. He's kind of got that Trigger mask look to him, too. Well, no, well, no that, that's Red Man's, like... It's no, more, I, I know, it, it but the, like the way Man. it's styled, it looks like Trigger's mask, too. Either that or my Otis form. Yeah, sure. Well, it's just like... Because you don't usually see Ultraman have, like... A mask. Re- like, red, like, colors on their face. So that's why it makes it look so cool because it's like it's different from a normal Ultraman face. He also kind of looks like Ultraman's uh, Zareth a bit. Also, what's really nice about it is that it's just like one, two solid colors. So it's like it's just red and silver. Well, like go down to this one, it has like a mix of purple, red, silver, black, and then gold. Yeah. So. And then the other one's like blue, blue, silver, and red. This one's like just. Your authentic Ultraman colors, red and silver. Yeah, like, if, if this form was blue, like, oh, it'd be beautiful. Well, well, the whole point of no, blue Ultraman is that they're weaker. Yes, I know. They're faster, though. But no, this one's cool. So, uh, this this one's, uh, Base Smash is my favorite out of the three. Yeah. Which, we got some toy news, but I wasn't able to find it. Maybe if I go here quickly on the Ultraman Galaxy website. Which all of you should be doing to get your news. You click on the. Oh, I was going to say click on the article. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, that's the article that we're currently on. Uh, nope. There is no news article about the toys yet. But, uh, we know the case. Uh, the case for the Ultra Metals. Like, I think it's the, uh, Beta Smash set comes with the case. Okay. So it's like, if you want this fusion, you're going to have to get, you know, the case. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyways, like, now that Jeed's going to be it, I'll probably, will have to get a set riser now, because they require a Jeed set. Yeah, Jeed. So, eh. Which he looks a lot like Grisa, but. Yeah. Like I said, like, it, it's it's a bit everywhere and bulky, but, like, I like bulkiness, so. I'm excited for it. I'm excited to see Jeed again. Mm-hmm. I love my boy. We also got some uh, opening, like, we also have some music information. So, uh, the opening theme song for Ultraman Z, which is called Chant My Name, will be performed by Masaki uh, Endo, a member of the anime song super unit called Jam Project. Oh, yeah. Uh, This series focuses on the passionate battle story of two young heroes, our protagonist, a new pilot for the anti-monster robot force called Storage, and Ultraman Z. Uh, the theme song is representative is representative 
of the series and the in quote the self-proclaimed the self-proclaimed most passionate theme song in the history of Ultraman. Wow. According to Masaki Endo. Huh. Which apparently he he worked on the Auburanger opening theme song. Though I could have sworn that was Nobu that sung that. It could have been him, but I'm, I'm not entirely sure. Yeah. And we also have the ending theme, which is called Connect the Truth, sung by Nami Tamaki. Uh, Connect the Truth expresses another theme of Ultraman Z. What are fighting ethical powers and the true kindness all about? I want to bring the truth, the answer, to all of the important people struggling, working, and forging new paths together. And to the newly spun future, it's a song with those kinds of intentions. Right. Cool. In which uh, the the song will be released on, like the full versions of the songs will be released on July 15, 2020. Yeah. Uh, going for 1,200 yen before tax. That's cool. These guys, uh, like, who are making these songs, they, like, want to put a lot of, like, passion into it, and they feel like they have meaning, so. Oh, we also have the voice actor for Ultraman Z. Uh, Tosaku Hatanaka. I will look up and see if he's saying anything. Which he has this to say. When I was was small, I remember writing a dream at Tanabata, I want to become Ultraman, I wrote. Ultraman has been my hero since I was small. How he fights, how he rises up again and again, gave me courage. And I'd shout myself hoarse, hoarse, uh, cheering for him in front of the TV. The fact that I can be involved with Ultraman, and the fact that I can be Ultraman Z's voice, still feels like a dream even now. It's an incredible honor. This Ultraman is still young and inexperienced, but his passion is stronger than anybody. I think that that with such life-sized feelings... He'll continue to grow together with Haruki. Oh my god. Full speed ahead. Thank you. He's Denki from My Hero. Yay! That's that that's set. Yay! Yay! <laughs> also he's the main he's the main uh protagonist in Yu-Gi-Oh! Zexel. Oh. So yeah, but there you go. He's Denki from My Hero. He's the electric guy. He's an electric boy. Good for him. Good for him. Yeah. Uh. Also, he's the dub voice for Edmund in the Narnia film series. That's nice to know. Um. Which uh, Masaki Endo had this to say about about Ultraman as well. Uh, when I was a kid, I used to sit in the front of the TV with a racing heart to get sucked into Ultraman. And get sucked into Ultraman. Oh, and get sucked into get sucked by Ultraman. Phrasing. Uh, the standard game I played at the neighborhood park uh, with my friends was Ultraman. Even now I remember the lyrics and can sing the Ultraman song. I have a feeling I learned to not give up, to believe, to have a kind heart, to value life, all of it from Ultraman. It's really an honor to make a song for the Ultraman series, given that I grew up with Ultraman and feels like fate. I think it's time to repay the Ultraman who raised me. I want to passionately cheer on Ultraman Z through song and pump all the kids like me who sit in front of the TV with racing hearts. It's Okay, so like this guy's like a huge Ultraman fan since he was a kid, and he's just like, I'm going to make the most badass Ultraman theme song ever. It's funny, because I feel like we could make like a giant compilation of every time we read one of these things, everyone always kind of says the same thing. Not saying that's a bad thing. That's like kind of a like 
No. It, 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 it's an astonishing thing how everyone kind of has, like, mad kudos to Ultraman. Yeah, no. People who work on these shows, like, love the the, the content. Like, they grew up with the content. Like, because, like, Ultraman's been around for a long-ass fucking time, so people have grown up and now work on this, these shows. So. Ultraman, where have you been? Reruns. Yeah. Yeah, no, never happened to those. Um, and then Nami Tamaki made a mention as well. It's an incredible honor to be involved in creating the ending song of this time's historical Ultraman series, Ultraman Z. I'd love for fans to listen to the song at the end of the episode while looking forward to next week. We've created a powerful and danceable song, so please look forward to it. Ooh, I like danceable songs. She looks a lot who, who is she? Which, Grant, Grant, sorry that we haven't gotten to like anything else yet, but you know what? This is nice. This is our, mostly our feature topic. Um, let's see. Oh, she's she's thirty-one. That's uh, okay. Uh, singles we used as theme songs for anime shows as, as oh my god, yeah, she's done the Gundam Seed openings. Okay. Oh, I actually like that one. Okay. Um, is there like a discography? Uh, uh, she's the one that's like yeah. I actually like that song. Oh, well, yeah. I... oh no, everyone likes that. Okay, cool. So yeah. that's her. She's a Gundam Seed lady. Gundam Seed. Gundam Seed. And Gundam Seed Destiny. <laughs> I remember the first episode I ever watched the Gundam Seed all the way through. It was the last episode. <laughs> I just remember I was cheering on the protagonist because there was this like blonde girl who like he like met a lot in the show and it was like, oh wow, these cute, these two are really cute together. I hope they get, I hope they get, uh, they get together. Turns <laughs> out they're twins. And I was like, oh. Let's see if she... Uh, no, she has not any program. No, she hasn't. This is her... I think this is her first Tokusatsu show. Right? Cool. Cool. So, yay. Ultraman's Day. We're excited. I have a bigger reason to be wanting to watch it, because my boy Gene's in it. We got one more person. Oh, okay. Well, um, so and then... that and as the director of the show, which I was telling Lane earlier, oh, man, how cool would it be if Koichi Sakamoto came back? Because he does zero stuff, and he did Ultraman, uh, Ultraman G. Mm-hmm. Jeed. How, how how ironic is that? When Jeed got first trademarked, what everyone called him Ultraman Zed. Yeah. And now he's in a show called Ultraman Z. Yeah. Oh. Um, so this time on being the main director, I'm also in charge of the series composition. I've been involved in the project since the early development stage and sprinkled in all my thoughts such as, I think we need this, and wouldn't this be fun? On the ground up, while composing the series, I planned the ending at the beginning and worked backwards to put in a lot of storytelling tricks leading up to the climax. Please look forward to them. Nowadays, the world is filled with all kinds of hardships, so we staff and cast are pouring our heart and soul into this work to create something that can cheer people up. With a bright and fun Ultraman as the number one theme. Please chant with me, Ultraman Z. So this guy started with the ending and worked backwards. <laughs> Interesting. So oh, oh by the way, this isn't Koichi Sakamoto. Uh, no. The director is Ky uh, Kiyotaka Takaguchi. Who it who was the main director for Ultraman uh, X and X and Orb? Yes, so they're in good hands. And he also did Godzilla, Mothra, King Ghidorah, Giant Monsters Auto Attack. So that means we'll have a good ending to the series. We might not have a good beginning. And God's and Godzilla against Megajirus. Cool. Mm. Megajirus wasn't cool. Yeah, Megajirus was just a knockoff batcher. Yeah. I mean, he probably has some fans, but I'm not a fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, and that is everything. Yeah, so, yeah. Except for the show. Can't wait to watch it. Awesome sauce. 
And remember, the show officially comes out on July, tw- July, bleh, June 20th, 2020, mm-hmm. on Saturday morning at 9 a.m. on the TNX Network. Uh, brought to you by Subarad Productions, TV Tokyo, and Dentsu. Let's hope Subarad like, you know what? We have fans in the West. We've been fans. Uh, we have English subtitles for some of our stuff. Screw it. When it comes out on YouTube, we'll put we'll put English subtitles on it for everyone so that they can all watch it. Yeah, hopefully we can watch the first episode when it comes out. Yeah. Oh, nice. At 9 a.m. <laughs> oh. Uh, cool. Cool. It's a huge plot dump. Or not plot dump, because we only really kind of don't know what the plot is, but that's a good thing. This is cool. Pretty cool. Yeah, I'm excited to see that. Super dope. Herpaderps. Anyways. With all the Ultraman Z stuff out of the way, I think we should quickly go back in time a bit more to talk about our good old buddy Tiga. Yay! Episode 46, let's go to Kamakura. So, this episode was pretty much just the boy who cried wolf. Except the boy is an alcoholic father whose wife died and a mother that hates him. Yeah. Or a son that hates him. Not hates him, he just doesn't like respect him that much. Okay, so Namakura uh, is... Kamakura. Uh, yeah, sorry, Kamakura is a seaside Japanese city just south of Tokyo. Yeah, well, I, I noticed that because it was near the water. So. Yeah, no, Giant really. statue. Yep. Looks like I'm going to have to add this place to the places I should go when I go to Japan. Hey, look, it's the train. It's the endo train. <laughs> the, which, wait a minute. Yeah, you can go to the spot where he was filming. Wow, well, there you go. Uh, so they yes. actually went to the... that Okay, A for effort. Unlike, you know, Power Rangers. Hey guys, let's go to New Zealand, even though we're already there. <laughs> but yeah, uh, so... By, uh... So there's a guy named, uh... Kom- Komatsu uh, Hoshino. Komatsu Hoshino. I know how to say my Japanese name. No, I don't. Uh, that could be a compilation on its own. Me mispronouncing names. Yeah. So this guy's a photographer, and so one day he's just kind of taking pictures of stuff, and then he notices a pair of eyes in the water, and they're giant eyes, and eyeballs, eyeballs, floating eyeballs. So when he goes to like change his film and his camera, he looks back and it's gone. But he's like, "Oh, I'm pretty sure I saw it." So then he like he goes to guts about it. And I gotta say, they're being actually really, like, dickish to him. Because, like, they don't believe him, and they, like, they're like, well, unless you have proof. Do you have proof that this monster, you actually saw this monster? And he's like, well, no. And, like, Hori just kind of goes, like, oh, maybe you're just stupid, you're just seeing things. It's all in your head. And he gets, like, really angry. And I was just like, it's a dick move, Hori. Like, I feel like Guts' job is to, like, 
investigate any these kind of things. So, in fact, you should believe him, and until you prove that it's not real, you should believe it's real. But then you have to remember, though, he, like, the public, or like, the townspeople know him, in which he's an alcoholic. Oh, uh, crazy old Maurice, eh? It cra- yeah, basically, crazy old Maurice. Oh, man. Think, oh, no, I shouldn't say Maurice. Uh, but... <laughs> Uh, uh, but yeah, basically, town people, think, even the children, think he's gone crazy because it's yeah, like little kids make fun of his son and stuff. Yeah, stupid. Yeah, he has a son named Masato. Yes, and uh, so like you can see it, like he's at home, or whatever, like that, and he's like, I know, I saw what I saw. I'm awesome. Right, son? And he's like... Yeah, dad, yeah, dad, whatever. Dad, I don't care. Um, yeah, so he, like... But uh, Reyna and uh, Daigo, being the sweethearts that they are, they believe him. He's like, oh, we'll help you, we'll help you investigate the uh, kaiju. Because yeah, Reyna believes him. It's like... <laughs> um, so, like, honestly, this episode just, like, flew. It flew by me. Like, like not in terms of, like, I didn't follow what was going on, but just, like, the it just went by so fast. Like, it was just like 20 minutes and it was done. Speaking of flu, I think we should talk about the monster in the episode. Oh my god. The rainbow-colored monster Taraban. Taraban is snail. It's a giant snail with four legs. That's a, it's a biped, no, it's a quadruped snail with rain, with a rainbow shell. Yep. That has a roar that is a the endo train horn. Yeah, the. <laughs> Hang on, let me see. If I can find it. And of course, the snail flies, and shoots acid. Okay, well, I found like the endo train. So I don't know if I'll do the horn or not. Whatever. But, 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 it, it's just. It's gonna. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, so at, at first, at first, like I hear, I hear it, and I'm like, okay, it's an alarm. But then, like, I see the kaiju attacking, and I keep hearing it, and I was like, why does it like the alarm keep going off? And then I realized, oh, that's coming from the kaiju. Yeah. So it's like mistaking this like train horn for like. Another one of its own, like yeah. its mother. It's like yeah. it's, it's a baby. Yeah, it's, it's a, a baby ba- lost in on Earth, and it's looking for its mom. Yeah, it's wa- it's waddling around, it's like, ah! Shoot, shooting acid. It's, it, it's Gerald McKaiju. So like, uh, it's just this one was weird because like he ends up like, like like you just see you only see the two pair of eyes for like the longest time. And at one point, like the kid, like he like wishes at like a well or like a. A shrine, just going like, oh, I'm gonna find a way for my dad. Like he needs to be happy again and stuff. And then like he ends up falling asleep and he wakes up and he just sees the two pair of eyes like they're sleeping with him. It's fucking weird. It's disturbing because it's just like for the majority of the episode, that's all we see of the kaiju. Yeah. Which it's it's like if you took like a, a a stick, put a cotton like a giant like rubber ball on it, draw an eye on it. That's basically what you got. Yeah. Like, it's, well, like it's falling around. It's like, 
Did they? Why? So. And for being a snail, it's pretty fast. Yeah, it can fly, it can shoot acid. And so, like, it, it like, shoots the, the car that, like, Dago's in, and, like, we're just like, Dago! Like, as the car turns into Tiga in time. The ultimate Tiga shows up. Which Raina asks later, it's like, how come we always miss Tiga when he shows up? Yeah, like, you're not here when Tiga shows up, and he's like, eh, bad luck, I guess. Yeah, bad, bad luck. She fucking knows. Well, Aruma bad. knows, he, she knows. Which I'm thinking, all I'm thinking of was, uh, is the cut scene. It, it's in the, um, oh, what's his name, who directed the Superman movie? Richard Donner. Donner? Yeah, Richard Donner's cut of Superman 2, where uh, Clark and Lois are having dinner together, and Lois pulls out a gun. And Clark's like, what are you doing? And it's like, I'm going to prove that you're Superman. It's like, Lois, you have a gun. She shoots Clark. And he's like, Lois, if I wasn't Superman, you would have killed Clark Kent. With a blank. And it's like, oh. Wow. Damn. Yeah. Oh, I was thinking of just like the line in the Han Solo says to Finn, just being like, women always find out the truth. Always. Yeah. Or... You're Tiga, aren't you? No. I didn't ask you if you were Tiga. Daigo, all I asked you was, do you want do you want your lunch toasted? So, um, yeah, so Tiga ends up trying to fight this thing, and, like, eventually, like, it, it starts fighting, but then, like, they all figure out, like, what it's trying to do, and so then, like, Shinjo just goes, like, Tiga! No, it's not, it's not... It's not here to destroy. It's just trying to find its mother. So he he uses, like, this technique to, like, lift the train car up. And he, like, presses it down so, like, the horn keeps going off. And he, like, flies into space so he can, like, lower the kaiju away. And then he leaps into space and they find its mom. And then it goes, like, yay! They teleport. No, it goes, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and so that just... They get reunited. It's, it's cute, and then which I honestly think that like the whole like the whole horn roar and it being a snail maybe a commentary on slow drivers. Probably, it could just. Could, you know. I think that is like a problem in Japan. I like to think you can't get like, anywhere. Slow, well, not not like anywhere. It's slow traffic, slow drivers. It's funny because they're known for like fast or or no no sorry that's Italian. It's I just remember Japan being the car in Italia, and I remember, oh yeah, Italy's driving. Um, so, like, this episode was okay. It just, like, again, went by too quickly for me. Co had Raina in a bikini again. Because they were by seaside. I want, I want her either in that swimsuit or that freaking cute-ass gray outfit she was on wearing at home. Lane, that's Ultraman's daughter. I don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> like she's like 40 now old better <laughs> no I'm cutting that but I meant if I, no that's fine <laughs> you don't want to that's fine uh no Raina's Raina's beautiful yeah but you, you know who deserves a happy ending who Hori cause uh in the next episode goodbye to darkness it like me so Hori yeah me, me so Hori oh. I forgot about the hurry. Yeah, me so hurry. Me so hurry. We you a long time. <laughs> so, 
Yeah, remember that, remember that episode? The girl and her bird. And the bird turns into a kaiju. Oh, Sheila? Yeah. Yeah, I was just yeah. editing that episode the other day. Well, remember this episode? No, this episode has the same thing. With a monkey. 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 So we get the deformed evolution monster Metamorga. Which it's a giant. It's a giant electric monkey. monkey. Yeah, and I gotta say, it was actually pretty fucking cool. <laughs> like Shinjo goes up to him, like Shinjo's at the base and he's like, "Where?" It's like, "There's no such thing as an electric monkey." And I'm like, "Was that a legendary Pokemon like Sun Moon or something?" Sword Shield. Yeah. An electric monkey. Yeah. Um, but. Yeah, so this episode was more interesting because it referenced uh, Michiru, which was that girl that Hori met in that uh, one episode. Episode 22, A Fog's Coming. And this is also a sequel episode to Requiem to the Darkness from episode 11. Yeah, and so like with like the Hori's like college friend who ended up turning into a kaiju and he died. Oh, yeah, Ryosuke. Yeah, and, uh, like, uh, so his other friend comes back, the, the, the chick. Sayaka. Yeah. Which, uh, so, like, Sayaka's there at the at the building to kind of finish up, like, Ryosuke's work. Like, unfinished business. Oh, fuck. Like, like, she's not doing evolution stuff. She's like, I'm trying to figure out why he... Why it happened. Yeah, why it happened. Why he's dead. It, it's just the, it's the concept of... Don't mess with things you don't understand. Some things are just not meant to be played around with. Or as I've learned from Ninja Turtles when I was a child, there are some things man must never tamper with. That's why one of my favorite lines uh, in Jurassic Park is like, you, you sat down and you thought we could, but did you, but did you stop to think and think we should? Like, I, I agree with fucking Malcolm in that entire fucking movie. Like, you should not have made fucking dinosaurs. Lane, if everyone listened to Malcolm in those movies, everyone would be alive. Yeah. Malcolm was right about everything. everything. Like, everything. Every time he's... Even in Lost World. Mouth. Yeah, everything he says. Except for uh, the, the, the chaos theory thing. Yeah, well, because he's not... Because Malcolm fucking... Malcolm wasn't a dumbass. He was actually a really smart fucking man. But, no, that's an honest thing. It's like, do we tamper with this? No! No! So... And I uh, guess this is also a commentary on animal... Like, animal experimentation. Yeah, like, that's not cool. I don't approve of that. Which I think... I think nowadays we're actually not doing that anymore. Animal it's test just, subjects. Yeah, well, I think like they still do like rats and stuff like that because it's like you know they're small creatures and but, they, like, they make a shit ton of them. So yeah, they repopulate. But, like, but, but I think with like monkeys, we don't yeah, do that stuff. Like anymore. you experiment on like dogs and stuff like that. Not fucking cool. Like do not do that. <laughs> That's I do not approve that. Um, but yeah, so it's it's basically it's a horror focused episode and like it's interesting because it's also about his relationship with uh, Michu because like. I guess at this point they're dating, like they're a thing. Oh yeah, that was totally mentioned. Never. You know, because like you come back and I'm like, oh, it's the chick from episode twenty-two. And I'm like, oh. who? Because this is episode forty-seven. This is almost like half the show yeah. has gone by. But she was the one who was like, oh, I don't trust guts or whatever like that. And like, they're assholes, and then like she like. Uh, woke up to, like, she screamed when, like, Hori woke up. Oh, ah! right! Yeah. So that was her. Um, so they get interrupted with, like, Guts business, whatever like that, and Hori's, like, he's, like, he's, like, 
I'm really sorry, I have to get to work. And Michiru's like, well, what about, like, important talk? And he's like, I promise we'll get to that. I have to go fucking do this. Like, it's my job. Like, we'll talk later. I don't know why she stays with Hori, because, like... like well, she's because he's a nice guy. Well, he's really smart. Oh, yeah, he's a nice guy, and, like, he's smart and all. But, like, she even mentions how it's like, like, you know, for our date... We're just at a barbecue joint. Well, yeah, like, sometimes, like, like he, I, I'll admit, I'm not, like, the best boyfriend ever, and sometimes I take, like, Kelly to, like, somewhere really shitty where she doesn't enjoy it, but I don't realize that, so. But, but it's like, 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 once in a while, yeah, it's fine, but it's like, I'm guessing with Hori, this is, like, a casual thing, and it's not like, he doesn't really do any, like, anything romantic yeah like he maybe this is his first real relationship he's ever had so he like doesn't know what to do and remember every person he's ever gotten close to has fucking died yeah fucking no one's died in this one freaking Ryosuke died his la- his freaking science teacher died his mentor yeah his mentor died, died. Shinjo's sister's boyfriend dead um can't get attached to anyone but yeah Hori or went, your guts are gonna get guts yeah so like Hori runs into Saika at one point and like they, he, like, kind of, he's sitting down to talk with them, and so Mitru, like, goes to meet up with Hori, but then she sees Hori sitting down with her, and so I guess at first she thinks that, like, oh, something's going on, he's seeing another woman, so he kind of, she kind of gets upset about it. Which, that's never brought up again. Like, I don't like think it's, it's ever kind, brought up. Like, it's kind of brought up, because she, like, stalks, like, like Mitru, like, stalks Sayaka uh, a bit. Yeah. Um, which, that's how they end up in their predicament. Yeah, so, like, they're in, like, a power plant or something like that, because, mm-hmm. uh, like, right. Saika's trying to, like, still do a research, and so I guess Michiru, like, finds her to, like, confront her about Hori, just being like, what the fuck are you doing with him, and, but then they get attacked by, uh, Metamorga, and he's just being like, <laughs> which, which props to the suit actor, because, like, he's very... That's set on fire at one point! Like, literally, they set him on fucking fire, and that... That was real fire on that costume. Come on, guts isn't that bad. They set me on fire. Like, I, like if we could put like video clips, I'd put up the video clip of him getting like fucking set on fire. That was real ass fire. Uh, maybe whenever I get to doing Ultra Ranger, like the Ultra Ranger remasters, like five years down the line, I'll probably add like short video clips when we have official releases of everything. Oh my god! But yeah, like. The, the suit, this suit looked like it got, like, a lot of fucking punishment. But, yeah, so they try, like, burning him at first. That, like, kind of works. And he fucks off for a bit, but then he comes back again. And they're like, well, fire didn't work. Um, we'll freeze him. We'll freeze him. And it kind of works, but then, like, yeah. Yasumi realizes that he's, like, able to, like, raise his temperature, like, drastically. Yeah, so due can... to the Evolu. Yeah, the Evolu uh, gene. Yeah, him. because, uh... Evolution! It's made from a monkey, a guy's monkey. Pet monkey. Pet monkey. Yay. Monkey. Um, and so, yeah, so the, the plant that, like, Michu and Saika are in, it gets attacked, and so, like, Hori finds out that they're they're down there, so he, like, tries to, like, laser them out. And, like, Michu's like, oh, don't worry about us, like, you just leave. And, like, Hori's like, no, fuck that, and, it's like... It's my job to, to save um, her. And it's like, Michu, like, hurts herself. Which, so Hori has to carry her out, and just, oh yeah, Daigo's in the episode, which he transforms into Tiga, obviously, Mm -hmm. and, you know, he fights off the giant monkey. Sorry, I'm just looking up, uh, because there's a part where Hori does something, 
Um, just trying to look up. Yeah, that's it. Right. Um, so like Hori, uh, like uh, the the room collapses, and so Michiru gets caught under this uh, shelving unit, which is like really really heavy, and so like she like she thinks she's a goner, so like she gets knocked out, and like Saika's like, oh, we should like get going, whatever, like that, and like Hori's like, no, fuck that, and so he pretty much does something like. Uh, it's called like hysterical strength. So it's like you know, like when like if like a baby's trapped under a car or something oh, oh, like yeah, that, basically. and like, the mom like fucking like gets extra and, strength and, to lift and it. Adrenaline, and adrenaline, right? Yeah. So it's called hysterical strength. So basically, Hori had a moment of that where he just you saw him like just going more like, and he just like lifts it a bit higher to get her out. And so like I kind of I give him props for that that he wasn't like because Hori has a lot of uh, persistence, which I really like that. Like he he doesn't give up. Never give up. Because, like, he realized, he's like, he's like, this is my job. This is what I do best. And, like. I love her. Yeah, so, and, like, Sai, like, I think, I don't think they ever showed that Saika had feelings for Hori because they're just friends, but, like, he could, he saw that, like, he cares about her a lot, which I think, like. I, I think they brought up in episode 11 that, like, Ryosuke, like, his, his, uh, friend. Oh, they both liked her at one point. Like, they both liked her, but Hori lost or something. And, like, like, Hori didn't mind. Which, I think she even mentioned, it's like, yeah, I liked you, but it's like... like we had separate paths. It was just like... Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, so, like, Tiga ends up fighting, uh, and, like, oh, I just, I... The fight's kind of a blur. A bit, because, um, they crash into the building that Hori oh, yeah. never in. Which, like, that was a good shot there. Like, because, like, the holes covered in, and there's like, like the holes. Through, yeah, and the light shines through, and you see Ultraman like, <laughs> Ultraman, you gotta beat him. Schwa, 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 schwa. To oh, that's cute. <laughs> just, just a monkey. Like, Still trying to Like, it's a monk. Like, it's a raging monkey going up against Ultraman. So basically, <laughs> I was just like, it's like leaning on Ultraman, just bashing his head. <laughs> Yeah, so like he ends up he ends up beating them, so that was that was cool. With the help of the ghost of freaking Evolu. Yeah. So Ryosuke's force ghost comes in and be like, no. Put my put myself to rest. Uh, in which this kind of does wrap up his like oh all right there goes all the freaking information on this in on this drug. Yeah. So it's good. It's not a drug, so, it's a chemical, but it's a drug. Yeah, so they defeat him, and, like, uh, Hori's like, yay, it's Saint Michiru. And then it cuts to them. Uh, but before that, oh. though. Like, Sorry. Like, it's the big thing, but Sayaka does kind of give Hori some advice. I didn't write it down. But it basically went along the lines of just, do, do what you think is right. And boy, does he. And the episode ends during the credits of Hori getting married. Yeah, Hori married Michiru. Yeah. Obviously not, like, right after, but, like, I'm guessing some time went by. I'm guessing this yeah. takes place after the finale. Unless they acknowledge it in the next... In the next five episodes. Which I fucking doubt it. Which I don't... Hey, you don't know he may show up with a wedding ring. Maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe he just, like, after Michiru recovered, he was just like... Let's get married. I love you. Oh yeah, she did have to heal because her leg was broken. Yep. Or yes. sprained. So they got married. Yeah. Yay! Hori has gotten the most character development. Wow. 
He's kind of come full circle a bit, if you think of it. Yeah, because like Hori always seemed like this kind of like single loser, and then yeah, he yeah he was like the like he was the science like he he's the science dweeb that doesn't really get the chick, to now being the caring guy who has the girl. Oh yeah, and Reina caught the bouquet. Yep. Which Daigo just instantly goes running, pulls out a spark lens and flies out. No. Or it's the end of Rise of Silver Surfer. Hey, Johnny, heads up. Like, Johnny's girlfriend's about to catch it. (laughs) Sorry. Couldn't let that happen. God damn it. I I prefer episode 47 over 46. Definitely. Definitely. I I like the location of episode 46. However, it wasn't as... I think it's mostly because of the kaiju. It's just a giant snail. Yeah. But at least here, it's like... You're continuing off of a storyline that has happened. It's world build. It's more world building. Mm-hmm. Showing that Hori has a life outside of Guts. Showing that he has a relationship. Showing that he can do... Like... He, his job is his main focus, but he, he hates that it is his main focus. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I think that's a perfect way to wrap up Hori's character. Oh yeah, I kind I kind of hope these next few episodes they wrap up some characters. Like five episodes left. I'm guessing Kaz is gonna get one more character focus episode. Maybe Shinjo. Shinjo will get three. Because we know episode well, we know episode fifty to fifty two are one giant three parter. Cool. And episode forty eight is an episodic thing. And episode forty nine is a really big episode, but I won't get into it yet. However, if you've seen the show, you probably already know. Yeah. So we'll see. Yep. So, uh, before we end this episode, let's talk about one more episode of Ultraman Tiger. So, episode 20, Sandcastle. So, this is a story about a human and an alien who are kind of love each other, but it's kind of one-sided. She was a boy. No, he was a boy. boy she was a girl. girl. Can it get any more obvious? He's an alien. <laughs> He's an alien. Uh, That's what I was gonna say. <laughs> so yeah, so this this episode's about this girl named Sachiko Samotomiya, and she's this little girl who befriends this alien dude named Michan. Michan. And like he's like they're friends, they're hanging out as kids, making a sandcastle, and then he's like, Okay, hey, gotta go back to space. Bye! Bye! And so... Yeah, he has the Pizza Planet yeah. logo on his wrist. So, she, like, she grows up uh, to become, like, a well-known scientist, and she basically develops the system where it lets you detect whether a being is either an alien or a human being. Because... Like, you know, the public starting to figure out, like... Aliens are among us. Aliens are among us. And it's turned into freaking chaos a bit. Like, people are getting into fights not knowing whether or not if they're... Like, whether or not if they're not human or alien. Well, I'd know if I was human. You say that, and then you enter John Carpenter's The Thing. No, literally, I, I have seen a picture of me, like, the moment I was born. Anyways, uh, um, yeah, so, so, like, she's kind of funny, she's very clumsy, because, like, when, uh, Homari and, uh, 
Hiroyuki. Hiroyuki go to meet her. No, I, I remember his name. It was just kind of funny. Yeah. Um, like, she goes to, like, she just explains to them her system, but then, like, she keeps, like, stepping on Hamari's feet. <laughs> oh, no, it was Hiroyuki's feet. No, but she steps on Hamari's feet at some point, too. Oh. Yeah, so both their feet. Uh, I'm guessing those glasses don't help her. Uh, I, I think, it, I, no, she, it's one of those things where she's so focused on, like, she has, like, a one-track mind, so she's not thinking about, like, where she's walking. She's just, oh, blah, 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 blah. So she scans Hamare, and it's like, oh, you're an alien. And he's like, I'd rather you not fucking bring that up, please. <laughs> and then she scans Hiroyuki, which, human, but then alien, and then human, alien, human, alien, and it just keeps going off, and it's like, ha ha, it's because he has fucking three Ultramen inside of him. <laughs> yeah, Ultramen, makes... Ultramen are aliens. Yeah, but it, like she's like, oh, damn, the machine's broken. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Totally. Totally broken. Um, so we see that, like, there's some there's some alien meddling and, like, you the, know, you know, crime the, stuff going on. Yeah, the... So, yeah, there was a character early on in Taiga. Like, the downside about talking about Taiga is, like, we started talking about it way back when it started to now. It's been, like, a good half a year. Yeah. So... The majority of like stuff that that we bring up in Tiger are just gone. Yeah. Uh, this is why for Z we're gonna just talk about it all at once. Yeah. Well, not all at once, but like once you it's know, fully settled. Yeah, once it's fully. We'll talk settled. about the first episode for like hype. Yeah, and then you know for the views for the clickbait, and then we'll go back to our regular broadcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, apparently, but yeah, it was this aliens that time named Zolan, which he kind of runs like the underground crime. In Tokyo, mm-hmm. in the show, which according to the higher ups that run Aegis, uh, Mr. Sakura, they've actually been trying to hunt the bastard down undercover. And Kana's like, well, why didn't you ask us for help? It's like, then it wouldn't be undercover. Yeah. Like, oh. Okay. Yeah, so like in like uh, Sa Sa uh, is pretty cute too because it's like she's got a little tiny face and she's got these cute white glasses. So like when you saw her as a little girl, she had the same glasses. So when you saw her grow up, you're like, ah, oh, it's her, it's a girl. She was waving at me and she was smiling at me. Um, and so she runs into Michan and he's like. It's basically like a just like a, oh, but I want to be with you like that because like the whole per- point of her making the machine in the first place was so she could find him, um, because like she loves him. But he's just like oh, I'm a badass like police investigator. I don't really have time to hang out and stuff. And I'm going to America because there's more crime shit going down. Yeah, and so by the way. Monster of the episodes, Aribunta. Yeah, it's Aribunta. Aribunta, we've seen him before in Orb and mm. I think Gene. Yeah. A lot of these shows. Aside from the episode he actually debuted in. Oh god. We'll get to that in like a few years. Um It's been fucking years. Yeah, so like we have a funny moment where like they think that he's like part of the the crime uh, group. So like Kamari goes to chase him, and he's about to like take him out with his rod, but then like uh, Mitan like takes out two guns. And he's just like, "Don't fucking move!" And they're like, "Oh, Wait, what? oh what? shit! What? Oh, God damn it!" It's an undercover thing. Yeah, so like he gets injured in the fight, or whatever, and uh, not Kamari, but uh, Mitan. Mitan. 
so like they take down the the freaking crime. But uh, they summon Aribunta anyway. Yeah. So like Hiroyuki, you know, sho- like shoves freaking uh, Sachiko in the van. Yeah, to get in the air and uh, turns into Titus. Titus. Yeah, Titus actually does well for a bit. Then he gets overwhelmed because like he keeps uh, getting uh, thrown underground. Yeah, because Aribunta keeps digging underground. He's like, where do I go? That's it. I'll feel him with my ultra muscles. Ultra muscles. But then it's just too much for him. So Tigus is like, oh, I'll take over. And then we'll go try Sterium. Fuma, what do you think? Excellent idea. Uh, Fuma said jack shit this episode. Oh, you you, you have been very salty that Fuma's had no time. Fuma hasn't shown up in the last two damn episodes. And, like, the episode he did last show up in, he got his ass kicked. <laughs> yeah. Which, like, okay, yeah, Fuma did show up in the last episode, but he didn't turn into Fuma. Yeah, he was just Fuma, and then he got his ass kicked. Yeah. Well, like I said, it, in, in terms of the popularity of the Tri-Squad, it goes Titus, Tiger, Fuma. That's why Fuma's not as popular. He doesn't start with the T. Yeah. They, I think I think for being called the Tri-Squad, I feel like they all should have had T names. Tiger, Titus, Fuma, the... That's like, you know, Inky, Blinky, Pinky, and Clyde. Oh. So you're saying, like, uh, Tinky Winky, Dipsy, Lala, and Poe. Tinky Winky. Apparently, fucking Tinky Winky's like 10 feet tall. (laughs) Oh my god. It's like saying Olaf's like freaking 6 foot tall. He's not 6 foot tall. Anyways. Um, yeah, so. Alright, Boonta gets blown up. I have to say, like, I'm not really a fan of Tristerium. He's he's just it's not that great of a form, in my opinion. It's just very like I don't remember any of like barely any of the moves that he ever does, except for like the Titus Hammer. Like that was cool. Hammer. Yeah, but like other than that, like well, yeah, that, well just... that wasn't even Tristerium though. That was Titus. No, name. I know, no, but Tristerium in the last episode did a god ha- like attack. He did, yeah, he did the God Hammer. Yeah, which that was cool. Yeah, no, I'm just I'm not a real fan of Tristerium. Rather see the three of them fighting together and taking down shit. Oh, you'll never see that until you know the Taiga movie. That's why I like Rue, because in Rue, like Rose and Blue, they fought together. <laughs> like it was cool. Um, well, was, so that was a decent episode. Yeah. So in uh, in the end, like uh, Michan's just like, oh, I'm sorry, I gotta go to America and take care of shit. And she's like, take me with you. And he's like, no, I want to do your life. She's like, I don't fucking care. And steps on his foot. And, She's like, oh, maybe you're right. Yeah. Uh, Zolan got captured off screen, in which he, he saw him on news broadcasts. And he's like, oh, crazy guy, you stupid kids. Or he got taken away. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, this episode just felt like nothing happened. It was a filler. Like, it, I kind of knew where they were going, but the whole crime thing, it was, it was eh. Yeah, it was, it was this very small plot in the episode. He used the Gora Thunder Ring. Yeah, that's cool. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Maybe that's why this episode was kind of dull. Trigir wasn't in it. Yeah, no, Kirisaki's a pretty exciting part of the show. Which? Ain't no juggler, though. If he's not here, then what's he up to? He's always up to something. Son of a bitch. Uh, yeah, so we're getting to the final episodes of Taiga. Yeah, uh, the way that we have it planned, though, is. Uh, next episode, we're we're still doing two two episodes of Tiga and then one episode of Taiga, and then the episode after that, we're just gonna finish up Taiga because it only has four episodes. Yep. And I'd rather 
finish off all the shows that we're talking about before we start the new shows for the next season. Oh, yeah. So that's it, everyone. This has been Kaiju Sentai Ultra Ranger episode 121. I don't know. Hori got hitched. Hori got hitched? <laughs> yeah. No, you saw Hori. No, we already have that name. Did we? Yeah. Oh. Hori uh, got hitched. Go watch the movie Hitch starring Will Ferrell. No. Or I mean Will Smith, not Will Ferrell. Why? Because Hitch is a good movie. It's funny. No. Well, you don't like Hitch? I've never seen it. Oh, you should watch Hitch. It's pretty funny. How about I go watch... Uh... I want to go watch Grass Grow. Sure. It's better than Ultimate Attack. Go watch Waiting. Love that oh, yeah, go watch Waiting. No, don't. Starring Ryan Reynolds. It's rated R and it's not Deadpool. Is it boobs in it? No. Oh. Why rated R? Uh, you'll see why. Oh. I don't want to see why. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, it's for now, everybody. Schwa for now.